Hey, I'm Dre Silvertooth and I'm a GM. You should absolutely come listen to our podcast because I have the best heroes. They're hunting curses for the Queen of Vire and it's, it's going great. I got five hit points. I have a plan. Is it to write my eulogy? They make really good choices. Oh God, why did I do that? <laughs> it's all according to plan. Textbook success. She did fall 45 feet in full armor, though. Well. Fine. They are bad heroes. I have four very bad heroes on my podcast. But they are hilarious. Come check us out at badheroescast.com or find Bad Heroes wherever you get your podcasts. I haven't been playing my bard correctly, so now I am going to. <laughs> Hold up. You mean trying to summon an electric guitar so that you can use the auxiliary cord was not doing it correctly? Oh, no, that was definitely correct. <laughs> Actual play comedy podcasts are awesome. We can all agree on this. What about if they're in outer space? What if the cast don't take themselves too seriously? If you think yes, then you will love Experience Points. We're an all-queer cast playing Starfinder and trying to survive whatever bombshells our GM Kenny can dream up for us. We're an impulsive bunch who rush into things, which has landed us in some surprising situations. Have you ever almost died in a spaceship sauna malfunction? <laughs> we have. Come join the adventure with the crew of the GD Hoopty and their surly computer AI, A-Hole, as we traverse the galaxy, leaving a trail of pink glitter in our wake. Listen to Experience Points today wherever you find fine podcasts. Then come say hi to us on Twitter at EQPoints, or tune in for our live streams every other Saturday at twitch.tv slash experiencepoints, or you can now find us on YouTube. We'll be sure to unroll the pink carpet and have a cup of space chamomile ready for you. What's up, everyone? It's Dennis at the top of the episode. I just wanted to thank you all for joining in in our 1K giveaway. It's been our little birthday surprise. I hope you were able to catch the stream over on our Twitch. But I think now is the time to announce the five people that have won a pair of dice, a special control group dice. Drumroll, please. Our first winner is Some Nerd Bird. Thank you for following us and liking the post. Our next winner is Connor White. Our next winner is A Seat at the Table Podcast. Our next winner is Darth Dragon 9. And our final winner of these dice is Steph C. I'll go ahead and reach out to all of you and post about it on Twitter, but I wanted to give an extra shout out to you all on the podcast. Uh, thank you all for joining and thank you all for listening for the past year. I hope you enjoy this next episode. It means a lot to me. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Fellowship 2nd Edition by Jacob Randolph. I am your overlord, Dennis Veray, and with me, I've got some players and their characters. I'm Lo Logan. Oh, I almost said, I almost called myself Lork with that, because I'm playing Mork, Dork. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Kashan, and I play Wilbo, a.k.a. Lil Willie. What's good? I'm Adam, and I play Baldrick Trotter. Hi, I'm Jesse, and I play Dinothraka. And when we last left the best, they had been traipsing around what seemed to be a bit frantic 
of scenes when it came to Everwinter. When they arrived at the dock, a lot of the adventures that had been set over to destroy the quote-unquote overlord had been surprised attacked by monsters on the way on the troubling seas. The party then arrived in Baldric's hometown. Baldric, we didn't name the hometown. What's the name of your hometown? The first thing that came to my mind was Swahili, and that's a language, so we will not be choosing that. Um, this is why I... Man, Baldric's hometown is Swahili. This is why I don't do improv. It's too late. It's, it's too late. <laughs> the best had arrived in Swahili and met the Trotters in large. Baldrick was able to find an old photo of some century-old adventurers, and then you all eventually made your way to the last gate where your quest is taking place. Where we left off, the gates had opened, there was a silence, a gust of wind, darkness, light, explosions, and they were met with, Welcome to the last gate! They're met with a bunch of warforged dwarves, about 20 of them, who yell, Welcome to the last gate! They look at you surprised and then immediately dejected. Oh, you... you're not the king. Who the fuck are you? We're the best is what we is. Yeah, fuck and that stands for something. I don't know, it stands for something. Well, you're telling me all this time it's been an acronym? <laughs> it was an acronym since the when we first made it. Uh, all right, but I have, if you haven't noticed, I have a pension for just saying things. <laughs> so, it was something. It is something. Uh, no one remembers, though. We are worm slayers and actors. And knights. Really, really interesting. Yeah, wonderful. You're not the king, though, so we don't care. Please move along as you guys feel the last gate itself close behind you shut as they part into two single file lines so you can see the rest of the last gate. It's the sprawling, almost like the hills you walked over through Everwinter to get to the last gate. These hills are present within inside the mountain fortress of the last gate. You see communities, factories on large. Like I mentioned before, the Last Gate is a technology hub for the rest of the Ari. It's where most of our technology f comes from, and a lot of the advancements in technology come from the Last Gate itself. From your place right outside of the doors, you can see you're on basically one of the highest hills, and you can see the peaks and valleys throughout the land. In the very back, you do see this wonderful-looking house. That's about couple miles now now Dennis uh, just as a refresher for our for the audience and and not because <laughs> I, I have forgotten uh what is yes. our quest detail for this place <laughs> you guys only received an old SOS uh, you guys can take a look at the letter you received from Lucian the Corgi it's simply there's danger in the last gate but you can tell that the scroll and parchment is worn torn and ages old. If only we knew what the king looked like. Maybe we could fool them. <laughs> I'd say a crown. Maybe some jewels. Um, beard. Good good chance for a beard. His head on a pike. I have a necklace that belonged to a king. Dark. And we all just look at him, Baldrick. Huh? Uh, what? You have a what? A necklace that I think belonged to a king. Is it the king that we need, or another king? Unclear. 
Definitely. If he told you he was, the, if, if he told you he was the king of necklaces, it's probably not correct. I just want to get that out first. Um, he doesn't actually speak. He just kind of smiles a lot. Okay. It's in this journal, and I open up my journal, uh, and and it's gonna sit in the journal. You open up the journal, revealing a fine woven silver necklace. And then I say, if one of us put this on. Would it pass enough as royalty? No. Great. I'm gonna say no. What does everyone else think? This is it is a silver jade. I already told them who we are. It's the only problem with yeah. that. If we thought about this beforehand, mate, well, we didn't know they needed a kick. Welcome for a king. We were hoping it was just a warm reception. We just we just need a costume change. <laughs> As all of you guys are essentially just standing in between the way they parted for you and have not moved, one of the Warforged dwarves comes over and goes, um, we definitely fucking know you're not King Gary. I thought the right? gate like, closed. We, we've seen our king before. I didn't understand that they parted and it was still open. Cool, cool, cool. Let's cut that whole fucking thing. <laughs> Wait, wait, do you think that your king is dead or alive? Our king is very much alive. What question was that? I'm very confused. I don't know which king. I think Mork will pull out, like, the quest request at this point and be like, Oh, there's someone here in danger. Uh, some, someone or something in danger here. Or maybe it's a king, maybe it ain't, I don't, don't, I don't know. Um, a couple of the Warforged dwarves come over. And take the SOS and look at it. Um, God, this is ratty, ain't it? Uh, but I think I can make out, and he looks like he's reading the bottom of the SOS. I think this is from Keverly's. It's a parchment store in the middle of town on Main Street. But um, no one, I didn't, I didn't send an SOS. Did you send an SOS? I didn't send an SOS. Did you send it? I didn't send an SOS. Did you send an SOS? <laughs> Just please raise your hand if you sent an SOS. <laughs> they all look amongst each other. And no one raises a hand. Oh, that's easier to figure out than ain't it. In fact, I don't think anyone's even been, like, near the last gate since we've been prepping for our celebration. I mean, the king's coming. I mean, you guys should get out of wait, here. Wait, wait, how long have you been preparing? Oh, I mean, uh, the, the president knew about the king's plan for, I don't know, maybe a couple of months. Uh, we got the party committee together, got a couple of PTA <laughs> meetings together, and yeah, we've been planning this for maybe like a month. <laughs> Guys, I think we have the wrong gate. <laughs> uh, yo, you think we're at the, the last? This is, this is the gate before the last gate, and we're going to find the last gate. Wait, let's go Let's go see who wrote this letter. Let's just, let's just go to the parchment store, guys. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. You head down the hill from the entrance and make your way down Main Street uh, to the town square in the middle. You get some direction from some locals, some creature classes, some Warforged dwarves, and you're right outside of Keverly's when you notice that there's a large amassing of people on the town square. There seems to be two different factions of about 50 each that have signs and are arguing against each other. Can I look closer at 
<laughs> yeah, of course. Roll plus sense for me. That's an 11. All right. With an 11, you get to ask three of these questions. What is going on here? What do my senses tell me? Is something hidden or out of place? Tell me about blank. How could it help me? How could it hurt me? Tell me about blank. What are they doing? And what will happen if I blank? Okay, well, I guess for starters, yeah, what's going on here? What do my senses tell me? As you're looking around, you can see essentially two different sides arguing. And as you look around and read the signs, you can see that one of these factions is very pro the king. And one of them is very pro the guild. Okay. Tell me about the pro guild side. How could it hurt me? How could it help me? You see that the pro-guild side are a little more ravish-looking. They're a bit wilier. They're getting more in the face of the other side than the pro-king side is. Um, you even, as you're probably now heading towards the, the big mobs, heading through these crowds, you're able to like quickly break apart a couple fights along your way to see better what's going on. And what will happen... If I choose a side. If you choose a side, you will have chosen a side quite literally. Um, as tensions are starting to get a little bit more tense as you're going through. And about this time, you're all wa- walking through these parties. You get to about the center. Uh, there's large arguing going on between both sides. People from the pro-guild side asking them to respect the guild and how they've protected us for so long that they'll continue to protect us and the others who are pro the king who believe he's right that he's making the right move by committing to this act of war and about this time i want to say about 30 people just start getting into a fucking brawl right in the middle as the sides clash fight 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 <laughs> well but <laughs> Now this is awesome! (laughs) I love the last game! As you're cheering Wilbo, you feel a whiz of air right past your ear. As a quick rips past, you see an object land in the middle of these two warring sides. This large crystalline sword appears, and then there's a bright flash of light. So bright, everyone in the vicinity needs to cover their eyes. It's like a flashbang. When your eyes eventually recover, you see three figures standing in between the warring mobs. Um, hello? (laughs) (laughs) The best clamor around the three figures. Uh, You see a gender-fluid warrior... Their suit looks mostly like a dress. You see a young boy with shaggy blonde hair, a gauntlet on his arm. And then you see a woman with uh, silver hair, brown skin, and a sword that is in the shape of a ring. Um, I, I pull out, I pull out my picture because I think the only person I've shown it to is Willie. So I, I immediately pull out my picture once my eyes adjust and I can tell that they're the people from my picture. Uh, and that I relate it to that the, the, the fourth guy, the wanderer guy. That was that's the guy who's missing from this group of three currently. They look; these people look exactly like they do in the photo, right? Yes, they do. Huh? That is bonkers. Ah, no, time is going. Ah, timey wimey, or whatever the doctor who quote is. 
<laughs> as the three warriors begin dispensing justice around, trying to break up these fights, the larger mobs are starting to push in on the rest of you. And I want all of you to roll plus courage for me. No, I still have despair on that. So so just to double check with despair, I, I pretty much roll three dice and take the two lowest, correct? That is correct. I got an 11. I got a six. I got a three. not good. <laughs> oh no. Cheesy. I got an eight. All right. While Wilbo... <laughs> with your your clown car knowledge, you're able to really deal with the crowds as they're rushing towards you. Dinah, your big beefy arms are able to pull people apart. Mork, with your large assortment of weapons, you're doing fine as far as everything goes. Um, and due to your large stature, and this is the home of the dwarves, so I'm saying you do have feet on top of the people <laughs> so i'll give you this as a success even though you rolled a six his, his heart's his heart's just not in it is the thing yeah baldrick as you're trying to <laughs> to rationally discuss why two people should stop <laughs> fighting you're hit by a brick <laughs> i'm gonna have you take damage against your courage oh no <laughs> as you're slowly able, with the help of these three warriors, to break the fighting apart. As the person with the crystalline sword and shiny suit of armor stands in the middle of everyone with their arms out. People! People! This is not necessary. We do not need to fight like this. Alright, we could all see that everyone here is wonderful and beautiful in their own right. We may disagree, but there's no need to fight like this. We're all here in the pursuit of what is best. And yes, we might not feel that that is the same way, but there's no reason to submit to this violence. As the mobs around seem to take that to heart, they nod, they back up, they part a little sea, and left in the middle of that sea is you all. Bodrick, are you okay? <laughs> You look like you got your face split open with a brick! I just don't understand why it worked for them and not for me. What ball trick? Come on, get out here! If you're gonna gonna hurt them like that! At the tone of your voice, Mort, you're gonna, like, make a step as you're yelling Mm -hmm. at the crowds. And as you make a step, you feel something quickly land right in front of your foot. As you see a large circular ring blade about three feet in diameter land directly in front of you. It's kind of taken aback by this. There's no need to rile up the people anymore. As you look over to see the silver-haired woman who obviously just threw the, the chakra as she lifts up her hand and the chakra comes right back to her. Mate is all. That's all. As the, the blonde shaggy-haired boy speaks up from behind the other two. Um, are you, are you also guild-approved adventurers? You bet you're Bippy. <laughs> oh, how how wonderful! And he kind of looks at uh, the taller two for permission. Doesn't really receive it, but heads over to the lot of you as he extends his gauntleted hand out to you. Hi, uh, I'm I'm Ezreal of the Legends. I take his hand and I awkwardly shake it. 
as as I do um, with the you know not quite understanding the the function of a handshake, but understanding the societal implications of one, uh, and and I, I respond uh, with my name. I'm I'm sorry. We just haven't come across any other adventurers, and you know uh, political times are <laughs> a little tense. But I'm I'm sure. Come on, come on, come over here. Uh, as he gestures to the other two, uh, they come over. As Ezreal introduces the rest of the legends. Uh, this is this is Tarek, uh, as he points to the the gender queer large warrior, and this is Kiana, as he points to the woman. As Tarek smiles down to all of you, ha <laughs> ha! It has been some time since we ran into another guild approved party. Uh, what's uh what's your guys's guild number? Where, where's that note? <laughs> Do we do we have an actual <laughs> guild number, Dennis? Because I'm racking my brain. No, you guys don't have uh, a guild number. I have never uh, admitted um, it yet. Four twenty sixty nine. It's actually really close to what I had originally plotted. It's it's forty nine six oh two. Uh, Forty nine six zero two. Sheeped out. <laughs> As you say that, I want you all to roll plus sense for me. Ooh, my rolls. Oof. <laughs> Six. I got That's, an eight. Uh, Ten. I got an, I got an eight as well. Ooh, good going, Baldrick. Wild, yeah. Baldrick seems to be learning. They're picking up on facial cues. As Baldrick, you notice that at the mention of 49602, Tarek looks extremely confused. They kind of tilt their head a little, but then shrug it off immediately. Oh, um, interesting. Well, I'm sure you're all wonderful warriors in your own right. I'm sure you've you've heard of the legends before. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I have this photograph and I take out the photograph. All right, you take out the photograph. Uh, Tarek picks it up with their, their big meeting hands. And they look at it and they go, they flip it back around to go you and go, yes, we took this not but like three days ago. What? I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but this photo is at least a century old, and has been sitting on the corkboard of my parents' bar. They return the photo back to you with a side glance, Baldrick. They head back as Ezreal goes to speak up, but Tarek makes a motion. Tarek turns back to the rest of you all. I hate to ask this, but are you in support of King Garen? Or in support of the guild? Can I ask a question? <laughs> Perhaps! Who's Kit Garen? <laughs> As <laughs> Tarek lifts their massive crystalline sword off of their shoulder and points it at the rest of you. I do not believe that you are a guild-appointed party. I knew I should have sussed it out beforehand. Way to go, Wilbo. <laughs> Somebody show him the letter. We no, we have a letter. I swear. Yeah, we got we got guild points and a. Are you his lackeys? Uh, me, yes, technically. As Baldrick says that, they all take up weapons. <laughs> it's initiative time, bitches. Oh man, Wilbo. <laughs>
<laughs> As Baldric, you are the closest to them. The spotlight is on oh, no. you. I want you to roll plus grace to get away. <laughs> As Tarek rushes at you. Oof. Um, that's gonna be a 13. <laughs> Ooh. Due to your diminutive stature, you're able to dodge away as Tarek is swinging their mighty crystalline sword at you. Each whiz by, you almost see reflections of glitter coming off the, the sword itself. And you're able to kind of action roll away until you're back amidst the rest of your party as you're like a couple steps out from the rest of them when you gave them the photo. As he stands off with you. You're a minion of King Garen, I should have known. Uh, to second what was said earlier, I don't really know who this king is, to be completely clear, but I'm more than willing to be educated, so if you don't mind sharing that information so I can better, um, understand the situation that I'm in currently, that would be significantly appreciated. Oh, I'll educate you. <laughs> As there is a bright flash of light that blinds you all real quick, Baldrick, you feel a boot against your chest as you roll back a couple feet after getting kicked square in the chest. <laughs> as you regain your foothold, you rub your eyes, unable to see a little bit. Um, and once you're able to regain your sight, you see Tarek coming at you once again. Great. I I guess I'm just going to pull out my... Because because we have all our stuff on us, obviously, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, then yeah, I, I would like to take out my two-handed battle axe that Mort gave me um, and, yeah. and just start swinging uh, it more as like a defensive mechanism than like at anything okay. in particular. Perfect, then I want you to roll plus blood for me. Great, that's a six. As you begin swinging your axe, Baldric, you find that... This sword is just as heavy as this great battle axe. As you come to blows, they're wielding the sword in such a way that it seems like a flourish. It's almost a dance as you try to put all of your weight behind this battle axe. Eventually, you get struck with a blow um, against your shoulder. It's not too deep of a cut, but it definitely stings. And I'm going to have you mark your blood for damage. Okay. As we switch the spotlight over, Kiana rushes over to both Wilbo and Dinah with her chakram. She's spinning it, spinning it around, much like a hula hoop of death. How much, like, distance do we have? Like, could I, like, whip out my bow, or is she real close to me? You probably have enough time to get a shot off. If you would like. Oh, is she like wearing armor? Yes. Head armor? <laughs> no. Can I take a can I take a shot at her head? <laughs> yeah, of course. What would you, what are you doing at the same time, Sean? Uh, I'd like to I'd like to keep like distract her. Like I mean, that's my whole thing, right? So yeah. I'm just gonna like. <laughs> I just start shouting at her and, like, running to the other side, so she starts looking at me. Uh, I, I think I say something like, Ah, oh God, stop, please, no, ah! <laughs> I want Kishan, if you can roll, plus, what do you usually roll for talk nonsense? Uh, talk nonsense? That's courage. Courage. I want you to roll plus courage first. 
Jesse, at the same time, I want you to roll plus blood. Kashan, reveal your roll before Jesse reveals hers. <laughs> the 13. <Ooh. laughs> Alright. 10. <laughs> As Kiana is willfully distracted by Wilbo <laughs> and their little chase, Dinah, you are able to get a shot across. And you essentially, with one of your bolts, uh, unfortunately pierce the ear of Kiana. Um, she has a brand new gauge oh, no. where her earlobe used to be. <laughs> she turns around, realizing the true threat, and she's going to toss her chakram over at Dinah. I want you to roll plus grace for me, Jesse, to get away. Not good. A two. Oh no! I'm dead. I'm gonna be murdered by this sexy woman. Yeah, I'm really attracted to this NPC, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm going for. Uh, Dinah, you've you've begun to rely on the strength of your arms as you see the chakram flying at you with an intense speed you put your arms up seeing if you could possibly catch it unfortunately your dexterity is not high enough to catch that you're just a a split second too late on the clap down on it as it impacts with your chest and that's the way you catch it as you (laughs) pull it across your light armor is heavily damaged and you do see a little bit of blood seeping out and you're gonna mark we're going to go with Grace as your damage for this one. So that means whenever I have Grace, I have to roll with uh, Despair. Despair. Yeah. Yep, yep. so bad. Okay. <laughs> and then in the same movement, she holds her hand out towards Dinah and her chakram. As it comes flying back over, she does a really sick half gainer over it Ooh, as it is now damn. flying towards Wilbo. Ah, shit! Fuck! Ah. No! Ah. <laughs> Wilma, roll was great for That's a 14. Wilma, you are running, <laughs> screaming profanities, as suddenly you get the brightest idea. And that is simply to stop running in a straight line. As you serpentine out of the way, the chakram goes flying and almost hits some of the onlookers from the mobs that are still surrounding you all. At this point, we're going to switch the spotlight over to Mork, as you're being uh, stared down by Ezreal. I, um, I really, I really don't. I don't want to do this. your conscience then, kid. Don't fight us. We're we're telling you we're part of this, the the damn guild. I, that, 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 that that makes sense, but I, your guild number is ridiculous. I, 49,602, there, there weren't that many adventuring parties. We're 13. Look, my friend said that that picture or something was taken a hundred years ago. If a hundred years had passed then surely guild numbers would go up that height, wouldn't it? Are <laughs> trying to... Th- someone someone mentioned an SOS earlier, right? Yeah, I got, I got that paper on me. <laughs> it's old-ass piece of paper. As I pull it out. <laughs> you pull out the SOS and 
hold it out in front of Ezreal. As he stares at it, he trembles for a moment, and then quickly grabs his head as he begins screaming in anguish. He falls to his knees. What do you do at this point, Mark? I I think Mork is going to kind of try to squat down, kind of get like his head in Mork's hands, like kind of looking up as like, Look, I can't pretend to know what's going on if you think only three days has passed since then. But, but y'all, y'all, y'all friends are fine, my friends. And if we don't do something about that soon, I may have to hurt your friends a lot. So help me help them. As Ezreal, what seems to be a moment of true sobriety, he looks over at you and says, Please, whatever you do, don't forget And before you can say anything else, you hear a loud noise far south in the last gate. You feel the rumbling as the earth beneath you begins quaking. You look over the hills to see that fine house way in the back of the last gate has exploded as this green flame protrudes out of it. The rumbling intensifies as the green flame begins pushing its way along the southern lands of the last gate. Since you guys are in a mountain-esque structure, this rumbling begins dislodging stalactites, random loose rocks down upon you. As you guys watch this green flame not only consume, but the earth tear away from the original source of the explosion and begin moving its way towards you all in the town square a few miles out. People begin panicking, wildly moving around as you guys stand there. Here's an idea! Let's run away from the green flame! And I'm going to turn and just start running back to where the gate was. (laughs) Can we... Are we currently, where are we? You said we're like in the mountains. Uh, you're in the town center. Are we anywhere where, uh, scubers, scubers? <laughs> no, sc- uh, scubers is a few towns over. Oh, okay, okay, never mind then. You, you guys are like a day's journey away from scubers, unfortunately. Okay. Are we still in Swahili, or are we? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're out of Swahili. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, follow, follow Wilbo then. <laughs> Can I use my squire action? Yeah, uh, Adam just leveled up, so he has a new move for Baldrick. Cool. Yeah, what uh, detail your move for me? I've got a bad feeling about this, so when you're certain something's wrong here, you may ask the overlord to tell you the safest way out and also the quickest way out, and they will answer truthfully. The quickest way out is towards... The explosion and crumbling debris towards all that death and destruction. Which is not the direction that Wilbo's running, right? <laughs> no. And the complete opposite. And the safest way out? The safest way out would be <laughs> the direction Wilbo is running. Shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how, how, far, how far away has Wilbo run at this point? <laughs> Wilbo's got like a good <laughs> meter on the rest of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. They really, this tiny they really packed it. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, as everything's going on, it's getting bad. 
Dennis, yeah. could I use a move as well? Uh, what's your uh, move? Well, actually, I suppose uh, I guess if you need me to do a roll beforehand to see how it's going. But how are the legends reacting to this big explosion? They're completely surprised. They're currently helping out people who have been immediately injured by the initial shock waves and explosion and falling debris. They're helping to get people to safety and trying their best to corral all these people who are going insane. Okay. Right now. Uh. I, w- I would like to make a use of cunning as can be to make do a okay. may look closely to to look closely without needing to roll and just getting a question. What will hap- What will happen if we don't help the legends help people out? If you don't help the legends help people out, you're definitely gonna have some bad things on your conscience. But other than that, who knows? Fair That's enough. The only thing I can confirm. With that new information, Baldrick, Dinah, and Mork, what would you like to do? Did I? Uh, okay, sorry. I have like a logistics question. So by mm. using that that move, is that is that like something that now ev- everyone is aware of? Yeah, or, that's a question. Or like, is that something that I need to say? Like, I communicated this to the group, or like, yeah, we'll say you communicated it to the group, but yeah, okay. That is something that Baldrick feels and understands. That I feel and understand. Okay, so so that would yeah. that could be so. Okay, so I can just like act on yeah. that now. Okay, got it. Sorry, yeah. I didn't know how that worked. So no, that's fine. Sweet. Um. Yeah. Then I'm. Then I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. Actually, wait, wait, wait. Before you. Before you get there, more flavor text. <laughs> <laughs> as you asked your question, Baldrick, as you're trying to assess what to do next, you're you haven't noticed this happening but you're wearing the silver necklace now (laughs) and as you're wondering what to do you feel the answer coming from the silver necklace that's telling you to run into the that was the choice i was gonna make anyway so (laughs) you watch well dinah and (laughs) mork watch as baldrick begins sprinting into the quickly decaying last gate Baldrick, you're stepping over essentially nothing as the ground is beginning to fall away beneath you in itself, as the last thing you remember is a green flame. What? Mork and Dinah, you just watch Baldrick run headfirst into a green flame as you watch fire overtake their body. Quickly burning it much faster than any heat source you've ever seen. They're not burnt afterwards. You watch them nearly subliminate as they're blown away in this fire and stand no more. Baldrick! What would you like to do? Wait, but but we know that he was told to run into the flame, or we only know that they said it was the quickest way out? Well, I was about to tell you guys, and then nothing got said, so, so you don't know shit. Because the first time when you said that we at least know that, like, the information he got about, like, you know, the quickest way is to run into the fire. I was going to run into the fire, too, but now I'm scared. Um, are the, is the chick with, like, the hoop, like, still there? Like, anybody else still around? <laughs> yeah, Kiana's still helping people around the village, trying to corral them towards the gate of the last gate. Mork just collapses onto his knees, staring at where Baldrick was. <laughs> just dumbfounded. Oh, I don't know, I kind of want to tell them all to just run into the fire. <laughs> um, 
Oh, this is stressful. I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> okay. Um... Dinah, Dinah, as as you watch Baldrick do this, you don't get it, but you understand. Okay. You get the same intuition that Baldrick does. Okay. You don't know why. Baldrick's yeah. a separate person. You guys have no ties to each other other than this adventuring party. Okay, I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna go with my gut here. I'm gonna, like, yell at the party and be like, we gotta go towards that flame. We gotta follow Baldrick. And I'm gonna take off towards the flame. Baldrick, don't do it! What are you doing? <laughs> you take off with your spindly legs, Dinah, <laughs> as you run headlong into the fire as you're getting there. You're struck by falling debris. You fall to the ground. You struggle a little, but you're able to get up and limp yourself as the fire is steadfast approaching. And much like the rest of your friends, Mark, you watch Dinah burn away in an instant. What do you like to do, Mark? Uh, I think he's gonna try to. I think he's gonna make it. He's gotta make his way over to Wilbo. He's gotta find Wilbo. Wilbo's left. Uh, I th- I think that when Dinah shouted, I would have turned around. I don't think I got very. Oh, far. okay. I oh, want I, you I actually I to. Know. I want you to roll plus grace for me. As you find yourself, you hear the scream from Dinah. You go to turn around, but these masses, the entire colony, is trying to flee right now. Thousands of people are rushing towards the last gate, so let's see if you can get around the people swarming you. Eight? Alright, with an eight, you turn around, and as you're trying to move through, people are pushing out of your way. They're trying to survive. It's fight or flight. Uh, At one point, there's a moment where, Wilbo, you fall as you struggle to move around through everyone's legs. There's a clear second where you feel you might get trampled. A few people actually do step on you uh, before you regain yourself. You are able to move through the mobs of people heading towards the last gate. But you do notice, as you were very close to making the gate yourself, as you look back real fast against the mob, everyone's pounding against the last gate as it's not opening. And at the moment you notice that, you run into something large, and it's Mork. Oh, Wilbo! Wilbo! They, they jumped in the fire! They... Uh, 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 they're dead! Uh, they're dead or exploded or something! What do we do? Yeah, well, maybe they chose right! It looks like we're all gonna be dead in five seconds! I'm sorry, I don't keep well under pressure! <laughs> As the green flame has encompassed about 80% of the last gate itself. Do we trust him? Do we trust him, Wilbo? Let's do it, buddy! <laughs> it's too cute. You hold hands hold like hands. the end of Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> Love that scroll. Starts playing in the background. Where's my mind? Starts playing. Mork and Wilbo hold hands as the green fire uh, begin steadfast approaching, but you don't make it in time, as it seems that the earth is crumbling even faster than the flame itself, and the flame may be petering out, as you two lose the ground beneath you. Wilbo, you fall that seems endlessly, and the last thing you remember is Mork's face as he reaches out to grab you, but doesn't make it in time. Last thing you remember is darkness. Mork, left alone, you sit there on 
the precipice of this Grand Canyon now, as you watch the waylaced of everything that was the last gate. You sit there on your knees, and you look up to the uncaring gods above, and the last thing you remember is a large boulder steadfast coming, undoubtedly going to impact with you. And the best are gone. Dead. We travel to somewhere on the troubling sea. We see Queen Celestia and the king of the gods, the old frail man that had told you to become the best in the very beginning. We know him as Cain, for those who know their basic theology, of course, the best one. They're traveling via ship, the winds whipping through Celestia's blue curls. She stares off the bow as Cain approaches her. I uh, must admit, I, along with the rest of the guilds, were very surprised to receive your letter after your encounter with the best, as he makes air quotes and sneers a little. Celestia seemingly ignores the king of the gods and continues glancing at the waves below. It was easy to smooth it over with the guild, once we knew you'd be arriving with your sibling's body in tow. Killing my siblings is second nature to me. Ah, yes. You were the one who took care of... Cassandra, was it? Celestia stays quiet, and then finally turns to look at Cain, the king of the gods. You guys feel nothing. There is nothing to you anymore. But then, suddenly, you feel a breeze. Darkness. Silence. Then light. The sound of explosions. As the best finally hear. Welcome to the last gate. What? What the <laughs> God. I'm stressing. Oh. Stressy Jesse. Yeah, I'm is like this a, is this like a time travel puzzle? Or are we stuck in an it infinite is, loop of explosions? <laughs> this is like Groundhog Day. Don't forget. Oh my yeah. god! Don't forget. See that? Don't forget. Actually, oh fuck! Timey yeah. wimey wibbly wobbly. Whatever oh, the quote is. Shit. <laughs> oh I don't watch god. Doctor. Welcome to the last gate. As you look at a bunch of warforged dwarves who stare up at you, confused, and then dejected. Oh, you're not all King Garen. Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck's King Garen? <laughs> <laughs> As the the dwarves back up real fast. Oh, I am sorry, I didn't fucking... I didn't mean to... Are you, were you in a coma? I don't understand why you don't know who the, the king of the Ari is. You know, the grand savior. Do we have our do we have our memories of of having just done this, Baldric? The last thing you remember is Green Flame. Okay, so I remember everything up into Green Flame. Solid. Yep. So I'm gonna say I'm freaking the fuck out. Like I'm standing there and I'm like, we've done this, we've done this, we've done this, we've done like just like just like looking at every individual dwarf like in the eyes, uh, remembering all of them, panicking. Just sheer panic. Wilpo! Wilpo, you're here! As, as Mork is gonna give Wilpo a big ol- gonna swoop him up for a big ol' hug. Aww. I was falling! I, I just fall in blackness! Uh, so... Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't save your mate! 
I couldn't save you. Now I'm here, stupid fucking dwarves. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to offend at all. <laughs> if, you, if you got a problem, you can take it up with President Alistair, buddy. I'm not even gonna ask. Actually, you know what? It, uh, who? <laughs> well, President Al, we're having this whole celebration uh, to, you know, celebrate the king on his victory against the king of gods. And then, you know, the whole parade's supposed to happen through Town Square. It's supposed to lead to the president's house as the Warforged Dwarf points to that very beautiful house in the very south of the Last Gate, the source of the explosion. Do I still have the necklace on? Yeah. And as you're rubbing your chest, Baldric, to feel for the necklace, you remember the wound you got in the fight against the Legends. And while it's not there, it still hurts. Oh man, we're getting happy death date. We're getting happy death date. (laughs) (laughs) What? Okay. I I would like to say I have to go and just try to like walk past the doors through, through the gate. Just like immediately yeah, we going. really don't care about you at all. <laughs> so, like, you can go if you need to. Don't feel like you have to... Why are you raising your hand? You're excused, kid. <laughs> As Baldrick walks off from the rest of you, you begin walking into town. Wait! Baldrick, get back here! Don't leave us oh, with these oh. short jerks! <laughs> uh, uh, hey, listen up. Listen, listen here. Uh... Y'all should leave this gate open. You know, make it a... Uh, just leave it open, why don't ya? Oh, um, yeah, what a what a good fucking idea. We've been having trouble with the gates for, like, the past week. Alright, we thought you were the king. That's why we were luckily enough to open it in the first place, but... Yeah, it seems like it's stuck. We got we got Damien working on it. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get it open up faster sooner, all right? As he makes his way over to Baldrick. I don't tell you how to do your fucking job, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't come down to the wharf and slap the dick out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> as you all begin following Baldrick, as they're just, like, quick-stepping their way, you eventually make your way back into the town center. Where you see a mob, about 50 people each. Some with pro-King Garen signs, some with pro-Guild signs. And they look like they're about to clash. Quick, someone make the speech that the other girl made. <laughs> That's what got me hit in the head with a brick last time. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> oh, so it was a brick! You guys see the two mobs, what would you like to do? I would like to approach someone on the Guild side. And... And and casually ask who King Garen is. <laughs> people like to talk about people that they hate, so we're gonna get a response. Smart, smart, smart. No, it's smart. They spit on the ground and they're like, "You know exactly who he is. That monster who's trying to defile the guild in such ways." What the guild wait. does not want King Garen fighting against the king of the gods. That is the guild rule, and we should all obey it. I agree. What things specifically are is King Garen doing to try to fight the king of the gods? They're meeting right now. Right now? Where, where right now are they meeting? Um... 
Uh, the, the, uh, well, how do you say, the Kingdom of Argon? And for all of you who know anything about history, Argalon hasn't been a kingdom in about a century. That's, that's, Argalon that's, sank that's into the troubling sea itself. Oh, shit. <laughs> a, a hundred years ago, during the battle of King Garen and the King of Gods. I'm absolutely, like, in a nightmare right now. I know! <laughs> okay, I say, uh, wow, terrible news, thank you so much, and I walk away and go back to the party. You head back to the party, and as a, as you step to the rest of them, that's about the time in the last timeline where the flashbang went off, and the legends uh, stand between the middle of the two warring groups. As you both watch the same scene take place. Tarek and all of their wonderful beauty is able to calm down the two parties for a little bit until the war breaks out amongst them. Okay, this time we're Guild 14, okay? I was just gonna say that! (laughs) (laughs) And we are for the Guild. Same page! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's do this, let's do this. (laughs) What would you all like to do? <laughs> what did we do last time? Um, uh, the, the crowd last time I think they approached us. We didn't do anything. Really. Yeah, luckily, yeah, you're outside of the group now. Yeah, watching the brawl take place. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk in. Oh God, this is. I, I swear to God. Okay. Um, I walk into the group, uh, avoiding people, and I find a brick on the ground, and I hit myself in the head with it. No! <laughs> did, did you guys, did you guys all see that? I want you to roll plus wisdom for me, Adam! <laughs> Just do what your body wants. Just do what feels right. Um, that's a That's a six. You don't, oh man, you don't, your brain would normally tell you, like, hey, don't hit yourself with the brick, but you do it anyway, Baldrick, I'm gonna have you take damage against your wisdom stat, (laughs) because you self-inflicted damage. (laughs) Why, Baldrick? And as you hit yourself with a brick, it kind of feels like you've been hit with two bricks before. (laughs) As you're realizing, the damage you sustained not too long ago has not healed. But it's not there. It may not be present, but it's still there. So we can die in this universe. (laughs) Why did I choose to do that? Like, why why indeed? (laughs) (laughs) Ask the person who hit themselves with a brick. Well, he did get hit in the head with a brick, so I think he's, you know. So, I probably have a concussion. I'm in the middle of a nightmare. Everything is wrong. There's a weird necklace telling me to do things. As Baldrick's recovering from the brick they hit themselves with, uh, Tarek's able to part the groups again, stop the infighting, and what's left in the middle again, but the best... Staring down the legends again. Uh, Hark, who, who goes there? Tarek says. Oi, uh... Hell? We're the best. <laughs> uh, hello, fellow... <laughs> what are we called again? Adventurers. 
How do you do I, that? I adventuring keep... party for the guild. How do you hello, do that, hello, geez? fellow adventuring party of the guild. <laughs> I just wanted to call us the best. Okay. As I'm gonna ask them for their guild number. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> there. Beat them to it. <laughs> They're very confused, but eventually Ezreal speaks up and goes, uh, 13? Oh, cool. What's, what's yours? We're 14. 14. I, I feel like after this time, I feel like we would have ran into each other with our travels, but I guess not. We got the flu. We're from, you know, and we're from the south. <laughs> <laughs> so, the flu is like, pretty bad in the south. In the southern flu. <laughs> Kiana speaks up, so like the south of Everwinter, the south of the Kingland, yes. the south of Argalon, where, where, Argalon. South of where? The south of Argalon. Yes. If, if you're from Argalon, she oh, says, no. she lifts up her chakram off of her body. You must certainly work for that devil. Except uh, we are an adventuring party and therefore contracted by the guild. The guild! Yeah. All hail the guild! <laughs> That okay. I'll, I'll hail the guild. I'm following your lead. <laughs> Derek holds up a hand to Kiana, who's ready to decapitate the rest of you. As they go, certainly there's one easy way to figure this out. We all know that this crystal saber is able to identify the true souls that lay inside. As Tarek comes over. Their brunette hair swaying. They put their sword in front of Mork. First, they kind of plant it in the ground in front of Mork. And you watch as this clear crystal saber quickly turns green. A nice oh, mossy earth nice. tone green. That's a nice shade. <laughs> Tarek smiles at Mork and then quickly lifts up the sword and puts it in front of Wilbo. As the green fades away and it, you watch the color burn through as this burnt orange moves throughout the crystal sword and they smile down at Wilbo. Oh great, orange is good. <laughs> <laughs> they pick up the sword and place it in front of Dinah and there's no change of color at first and then eventually it moves into this murky opaque white. Tara takes a second but then smiles at you Dinah. <laughs> They then put it in front of Baldric. Yeah. And there's another moment where it doesn't immediately change color until you watch this inky black darkness move throughout the rest of the Crystal Saber. I'm wearing the necklace. <laughs> As Tarek quickly takes up arms and points it directly at Baldric. As we watch a very familiar scene take place. As despite what you do and what you try to change, the fight happens just like it did before. Until an explosion. <laughs> Run towards the I light! take off running towards the smoke. <laughs> you! Jump into the flame! <laughs> and Mark, you watch Baldrick and Dinah immediately <laughs> jump into the flames. Well, buddy, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is fucking bullshit. Let's go die in the fire. Come on, Mork. Let's go walk. As I just walk steadfastly through the fire. Stupid fucking fire shit. 
<laughs> as the rest of the best Mamma Mia 2, here we go again. <laughs> walk into the green flame. They're all disintegrated in an instant. They're dead. Darkness. We watch as a ship crests over water, getting a little bit choppier. In the distance from the crow's nest, someone sees the free marches standing in all their green, beautiful shrubbery. Celestia leans against one of the railings. Our mother told us secrets. Told us of your secrets. Of how the king almost bested you, Cain. She let us know that we are not of this realm. And possibly extremely powerful. I used to enjoy how she filled our heads with fairy tales. Just like you do with the citizens of the Ari. We were from another planet, she would say. Only Cassandra and I were old enough to remember our homeland. Tell me, why do you shield the Ari so? Keep them from the other realms of this world. With the rise of magic and science, the other realms stopped believing. Without belief, a god is nothing. We created the Ari as a testament of a bygone era. But even now, belief is sparse. I believe the adventurers are trying to catch on again. He says with a bitter tone. And that's why your Guild of Gods is weaker than a simpler sorcerer, such as myself? Kane nods solemnly. It's why this allegiance must come to pass. You help me hunt down and defeat your siblings, and the Guild does not interfere with the Idenian Kinglands ever again. There's darkness. A breeze. Silence. Light. Explosions. As the best, you hear it. Welcome to the last gate. <laughs> and that's where we'll end our session oh, for today. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Dennis, I, I bet the biggest fucking grin with that reveal. Holy shit. There will be no post-session, because there's no chance for you guys to level up or heal. Until you figure out what's going on with the last gate. <laughs> so we got a week. Alright. We'll see you next week, Variables. Or this week again? <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't people's minds like that, goddammit. <laughs> I feel like I just got hit in the head with a brick, personally. <laughs> <laughs>
I know Adam's real torn about that, but if you want more cornhole, go back. Adam. There's actually going to be a, a, whole, uh, a whole TTRPG about uh, cornhole mechanics. Oh, yes. I love that. I'll be leading that one. Oh, Everybody keep your eyes it. <laughs> the, the, the dice that you have to use for it, it's, it's very specific, but really captures the cornhole experience. The beanbags. <laughs> They're shaped like corn cobs. You spin them. On the tip. I fucking love corn. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So it's a fact about me. Do you write it? <laughs> no, that's great. I'll edit it together. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.